On this episode of Off The Bit, this is episode four, we have the racing recap. Last week we go through the Derby, we go through the Doncaster and so on. Recap there, we have the review of this meeting coming up, Saturday's meeting. Uh, we have the NRL week five wrap up and segments. Let's go. The views and opinions put forth in this podcast by Yellowman and Roy's Reese are our views and our views alone. There's no room here for scathing attacks on the information we provide or the bullshit that manifests. We take a lot harder walk through the vast yawning chasm that is racing a sport and life. And if you don't like it, well, free free to jog on. That's your man, Yellowman. I'm your boy, Roy's Reese. This is the Off a Bit podcast, and we prefer our listeners. Check it. Not stupid. Not stupid. Okay, welcome back. This is Off The Bit. We're back again. This is episode four. We've got a bumper card for you coming up with this episode. Uh, we talk all about, as we, t- uh, we touched on, we've got racing, we've got sport, we've got our segments. There's a few segments we're going to sneak in there, just make the, uh, spice it up a little bit. Um, it is Wednesday. We missed a day. Uh, there's a little bit of uh, some, some, one of us was sick. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, my weekend was a little too large and I've come down with the flu. So uh, if I sound a little raspy on the... On the tube today, it's because I'm a bit crook. Not that I, that, I approve that, my own voice usually anyway. It's rather pull me teeth out, but... <laughs> <laughs> your, your playback, your playback oh, of these episodes I can't, is... can't handle it. Yeah, okay. I listen to about five minutes and I'm just sitting there scratching my head, twitching, I get all what, what do you reckon it is about your voice you don't oh, like? I don't know. It's everybody. It's science, isn't it? Is it me? Do you, is it, maybe, maybe it's me. Maybe it's me that's making you pull your hair out. Usually, but no, <laughs> not, not, not on the playback. <laughs> Super, we've got a good card coming up anyway. Um, we're going to jump straight into, actually we've got uh, other segment we're going to uh, just jam right in the start of it. Um, it's a little segment we've called Walk the Tightrope. Now, it's a sensitive one. As Hubie would say, it's the tippy tippy toe. It's tippy tippy toe of the tightrope. As we move into it, we are talking about... Uh, a touchy, touchy subject, but I want to. I, I want to. As I said from the very start, we have a disclaimer, and and, uh, and we are cartoon versions of ourselves, so we can't really be hold hold accountable. But I'm going to tackle this very important uh, topic, which is the New Zealand weightlifter, uh, the gender transfer uh, lady, Lauren Hubbard, Laurel Hubbard, who uh, competed. Who a little bit of a backstory on Laurel? She, she was a man called Gavin. Gav. And uh, until she was 35 and competed uh, competitive weightlifting until she was 35 and then uh, decided... Or did not, did decided, Gavin did, ever compete as anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, he was... Yeah, yeah. He was a he was a full-fledged weightlifter uh, competitor and then decided... Prior to... Yeah, 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 competitive. The transformation. At 35, just decided... I, I can't... I, I don't want to keep saying decided because obviously it's something that naturally happens when you're 35. Um, is, is that tight, right? Yeah, it, well, it is. I think the whole thing's going to be tight rope, to be honest. Yeah. I'm, oh, we'll tip, we'll tip it toe along as, uh, we'll yeah. follow the line as much as we can. So, yes, yeah, so he, he, Shim competed in the Commonwealth Games just recently as a woman, uh, for, uh, from 35 to the age of 40, which she, she is now. Uh, and, um, completely blew out her elbow, and I feel really sorry for Shim. Snapped it. Yeah, well, it dislocated and it popped back in. But uh, it was enough to. Uh, it's ended her. Are career. you talking about her arm or? 
<laughs> You're off to a flyer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, <laughs> it pop, popped out and then it popped back in. Yeah. I don't think nothing's making rules up. might pop in, but... I don't hey. know. I, 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 this is a funny thing with, with weightlifters. I always get uh, bodybuilders and weightlifters, that big mass, the big mass of body. Um, I, even if it was going to... You know, athlete's dick. Yeah, uh, have you ever gone for like a run and, and it, just, it just gets smaller? <laughs> no. Have you, no? 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 Just me. <laughs> and weightlifters. Wouldn't you need to just pump a bit more blood into it? I get, a, a, get excited when I go to the gym. Oh, really? Like Arnold, man. Yeah, oh, get, get the pump. It's like calming. <laughs> get the, the chopper. Get, get the blood flowing to the helmet. <laughs> the helmet. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, I feel really sorry for a bit. Uh, at you the know same- what this reminds me of? What? The AFL, he used to be a, um, a, a handball. Tightrope, tightrope, this one. Oh, he, uh, he used to be. He? Well, it was a he when... It, it, he did this. When it, they, they, this it person is, did this. It is tight roping. <laughs> he used to be a handballer. Mm. Had he went through his transformation, is now a she, yep. and wants to play in the female AFL league. Yep. And they're not allowing her because it's basically that. Yeah, she basically she's six foot six and he's built like a hundred and eighty kilos. Fuck up most blokes in the yeah yeah because it, she was a bloke yeah before. I guess oh, the question question for us is is where do you draw the line on this? Uh, well, I I don't know where you draw the line. Obviously, if you if you can qualify for the Commonwealth Games as a as a as a new gender, I don't think there's no line. I think she just she crossed that border and made every weightlifter female weightlifter just be like, well, I'm going to get beat here until she turned around and. Snapped the old elbow there, and then uh, put herself out of contention and retired. So it's kind of like a little bit of a fizzle in the in the pan there, as far as the gen- gender people go. I'd love to. We love, love you. We're, we're a gen- we're a gender equalitist po- podcast for sure. We love everyone, everyone. But just uh, when it comes to sport, and when you're going to compete as a male in a sport like weightlifting against females, that just ain't right. I'm going to put it out there. I'd love to hear um, a female perspective on this. As a female athlete, hit us back. Let us know what your thoughts are on it. If you yeah. had a transgender person you had to compete against, if it was a – and let's look at it from a few angles, just a, a transgender person, yeah. then let's look at it as a previous professional male athlete that yeah. has now become a, a female. How do you feel against playing against that person or competing against that person? Oh, this, Yeah, good point. You can hit us up on Off The Bit. Uh, on fa- uh, on ace- on Facebook and uh, on Twitter at uh, off at off underscore the underscore bit. Good point. The one other thing that I've noticed with the the transgender ones that are crossing over is they're all big. Like you don't see the like really light, petite. You know, yeah, yeah, skinny. Yeah, yeah, like vulnerable ones. They all seem to be monstrous people that want to go and yeah and. Jeez, we're talking. Uh, yeah. We we're walking this tightrope. Tightrope. Where, where do you think we are on it? We're wobbling. I don't know, but uh, I got I got parkos on this one. Yes. <laughs> mm. Anyway, I think that's uh, that could uh, yeah. Well, that that's that's straight out the uh, straight off the hip. We'll Walk keep the we'll keep balancing on this one until we get some get yeah, some feedback. Yeah, we'll next get some, week. we'll get some feedback. Or at least uh, at least start the conversation. I'm happy to do that. Um, I can't. We can't be the only people that think that a male weightlifter at 35 years old of age uh, and turns 40 and becomes a female and competes in weightlifting. It's, uh, have you ever seen a, have you ever seen a, have you ever helped a girl move? 
Like, have yes, someone moved? I, I yeah, fucking yeah. have. Do they just go and just grab the fridge and just fuck off with it? I'm still waiting for no. my box of beer. Thank you. Ooh. India. Oh, <laughs> is that a real name? It is a real name. India. I'm going to put it out there. It's yeah? one of my best mate's girlfriends. Let's not dwell on that too much. Okay. Because oh. I can't say get it India. No. Do you, cut, do, do, you cut, do you want to cut that out? Cut that. We can beat that. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> let's move on then. That's that's our Wolf the Tightrope. That may be the last time we ever do that segment. Um, but or it might be an ongoing thing. Knowing, we'll knowing, knowing, back. knowing us, at the, the, not knowing the off the bit boys, it'll be around a little bit longer. Uh, we go. Well, let's go on the racing news. We're going to just recap the racing. Doncaster meeting. TJ Smith size derby. Uh, we're going to go through our bets, actually, because everyone knows the results. Um, Doncaster, I don't know how you did all week, but um, all weekend, but I just had a bunch of seconds, mate. Uh, I'm, I'm glad I didn't get a wedgie because I wouldn't be able to pick my ass if it was fucking itchy. No, you you you, you wouldn't be able to you wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to pick a broken nose. Um, yeah, I, I, it's I, hard I, to pick, mate. I did my ass more broken than a, than a bro- broke prostitute. I, I just did that joke like George Bush when he was doing the "You fool me once." <laughs> No, fool me twice, fool me once, and just never fool me again. That's how I just murdered that joke. Um, Doncaster, I had Happy Clapper in my uh, in my pick, so he ran second. Um, how'd you go? No good. I went straight up, Kevin Sari. <laughs> Thank you, Brenton. Oh, yeah, yeah, Brenton Abdullah, um, friend of the show. We uh, we extended a very warm uh, welcome to join the show, and he f- uh, flatly denied it. So um, I might hold that against him, but he's a tight enough bloke. Uh, he's a good enough bloke. He'll uh, he'll come he'll come we'll we'll wean him down until we get him. <laughs> up. Um, TJ Smith, Red Zell, uh, what happened there? What do you reckon, Wallace Reese? Um, ha- he, he had it had it on a platter. He mm. got outclassed. He he had the best run he could have had straight out the front. Kesmack straight around. Good job. Just didn't have the petrol to drop it down and really easy sectionals. Tra- trapeze artist just is a beast. Just absolute smoked him. Sat sat three wide the whole way. Yep. Run right round. Fucking yep. bang right on the line. Too good. English, uh, that's my, my back to the future from last week. Look, she got out. She had a bit of a rundown, but no good. Mm. Ground's a bit hard, not sure. Not going to make excuses for her, just no good. This is your maiden voyage on the uh, back to the future segment bandwagon. You you are zero from one. We'll keep a tally of that, actually. We might start posting this tally on our, uh, on our Twitter page, too. That's uh, at... Off underscore the underscore bit. I'm just gonna keep saying it. Again. <laughs> We've got seven followers on there. We've got to fix that. Um, let's go through the size. Uh, Uhud, I had Uhud run second. Red Zell ran second for me. Also, my tips just flourished here. If you were each way backer at the dollar ten and dollar forty that they posted up at, but Uhud uh, ha- uh, kicked to the inside and looked like I had it won. But um, you know, a great run by Uhud. It looked looked shut in there for a bit. Got beat around. Uh, got ridden by a motorbike, actually, like a motorbike. Actually, went. By, I was going to say by a motorbike, <laughs> like a motorbike. Went left, yeah. went right. Got back out onto the rail and yep. come home really, really fast. Just well. just lost a fraction of momentum. Um, and that was. Uh, it, don't be uh, don't be afraid to follow us when we're tipping. You know, uh, at underscore <laughs> the bit um the derby ace high ran second again that's me consistent is the consistency is the key uh still haven't paid rent this week but seconds uh, at least my judgment is there uh ace high really good run um just beaten by the gelagotis boys the lavendi um i i had a good opinion of that race the week before uh, that's where I took my weather with you tip out of. Yep. Uh, wrong horse in the wrong in the in the right race. Yeah. Okay. So, um, good good run. Uh, weather with you still haven't seen it come round, but 
you know. Mm. Yeah, that was disappointing. I think I'm not. I'm not gonna. Future. I'm not gonna hate myself for going these long odds this this this, this trip as well. I'm. I'm. Hate getting on a favourite. Yep. So. You know what I reckon? Just, just this is like way left of field. Your voice sounds alright. I don't know what your problem is. Yeah, it sounds alright now. Wait until I got to listen back to it, and you'll see me walking around like I got schizophrenia. Do you do you, <laughs> do you listen in headphones? Or you just have it just playing on your phone. No, I yeah, but right just up, on my phone. Right I, up in your you ear know, hole. You know how I, how I operate. I like to do things while I'm. I'm a oh, mul- I'm brushing a your teeth. I brush my teeth, listen to me podcast, cook some dinner. See if I I can't. Oh, see, this is the thing. I can't even. I, I can't even listen to music when I'm face fucking myself with a toothbrush because it has to be like, has to be uh, complete quiet. It's kind of like when you go to the toilet and someone tries talking to you. And you're just like, I've shut had up. That many people shut up. Come up to me and talk to us about that. Talk to me about that segment. Well, it's a very topical God, thing. Everyone I can't brushes believe their teeth. you walk around a house brushing your teeth. I can't. People go to town on their mouth. My There's roommate like, actually started looking around the apartment for, for, for <laughs> toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> See if you the Hansel and Gretel shit, like, uh, found a fucking trail. No, nah, no trails here. It's all, it's all in the mouth. Uh, all right, we go to uh, Back in the Future. So as um, soon as I get on one and mine is pending, which uh, is a bit of a life hack, actually. My, 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 I was going to say, this is a bit of a rip. <laughs> I've, gone, I've gone two weeks Janu- out. January 2019 is when my first one comes in. Yeah, so. no, nah, we've, we've got to get another so one. So I think you might I think you might have Andy up to me on this one. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the little cheat code. Uh, I've got the uh, Arrowfields Sprint uh, at Ramick on Saturday. Uh, Bonnie Philly, Snitzel Philly by the name of I Am Excited. She's strung three wins together this prep. Very talented individual. Uh, she's my back in the future. Uh, David Pfeiffer trains, and he's got a train of the minute. She actually, um, if you don't follow Dave Pfeiffer on uh, his social media, it's not at off the bit underscore, but it's, it's something like David Pfeiffer. Um, there was a burning track gallop there she did uh, on the course proper there at Warwick Farm on Tuesday. Lit it up, eh? Lit it up. Lit there it we up. go. Uh, where it is, where it is around the. This will show how many people listen to it because uh, if if a market comes in, she 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 will be very competitive, and that's my tip. That's my back to the future. <laughs> he's gone. He's gone. He's gone a short short one down the trip here. Not really. I'm, I'm I mean, going, she, she should, she should bit, be at price. I'm going. I'm going a bit longer here. I'm going to go Newcastle to make the grand final. Newcastle Jets. No, Newcastle Breakers. Knights. Newcastle Knights. Okay. Castle Knights. We all, know, we all know I'm a Knights fan. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the Nova, you are you, you're not a Nova Castrian though, are you? No, God, no. I just taken back from the heyday with Joey Johns, Danny yeah. Dearest growing up playing footy through that area. Yeah, I'm a manly guy. It broke my heart every time um, you played me. That was horrible. <laughs> Darren Albert. So, yeah, Darren Albert down the block. Joey down the blind side, Darren Albert. Oh, ended my life. Um, so, I'm excited. Back to the future for Yellowman, for Rolls Reese. Newcastle, Newcastle Knights, Knights make to win. the grand final. Do you know what I'm not saying win. I'm saying they make. Oh, I've got no idea. Let me have a look, and we'll get back to you later on. Oh, it's really bad radio. Um, we um, we have a couple of segments coming up, but uh, what we'll do is, as soon as I we're breaking through that, uh, we'll um, shall we talk a bit about the meeting coming up there? We have got Winks. That's my tip this week. Oh, <laughs> Winks, don't can't go wrong. Don't do it to me. <laughs> What, how do you reckon? Adrian, she's going to barrier ten's tricky. Barrier ten is tricky. She takes a sit. She should be right. Um, question marks on the last couple of runs, but I think you're getting deeper into a prep. She's going to be fitter for it. Yep. Um, Huey's going to be on the button a bit more. You know, remember he had that concussion. Couldn't really think straight. Huey's St- only stood concussion. down. Stood down the meeting after, like yeah. the, the the as soon as he came back, he got stood down. Um, I don't think um, he'll trouble the scorers too much. Barrier ten, he'll just yeah. eat him up, gobble him up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's go to our 
We might actually just chalk this up with some segments. What do you reckon? Uh, I wouldn't mind hearing Hubie. I think he, he's getting impatient. He's got to go to bingo later. You know what? You twisted my arm. And yeah. our uh, round five review. Here we go. Oh, shit. I didn't even do you it. haven't done it yet, you dickhead. Fuck. Welcome to round five. And the Raiders were convincing winners on Thursday night. But it's a shame they won't remember it as the punch-drunk green machine had players all over the park taking dirt naps from cheeky bulldog late hits. Aiden Seizure, whom's brain got knocked into another zip code, had a couple of cracks at taking his mouthpiece out and he nearly, nearly swallowed his Allen tongue. Meanwhile, Jordan Rapana had his name changed to Rapana seemingly overnight and had me thinking that they're putting the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. Not much of a fight here from the dogs as they go down 26 to 10. To Shark Park now and the romantic Mexican Oye, do you want to be my Valentine Holmes? Crossed the line for a double, but it wasn't enough to stoop the chickens, and they didn't give a pluck and run rings around the Sharkies. Ryan Matterhorn was a beast, and earlier in the week, James Tedesco borrowed a line from my wife when he said, It's difficult to fit in. However, the books were very clucky in a 28 to 10 victory. To Jubilee now when Ewan Aitken was playing against a green screen as he couldn't CGI as he stepped past Greg Inglis to post an early try and put his hat in the ring to be on a losing origin side as the defence battle certainly didn't drag on. <laughs> and and uh, that was a terrible joke. That sucked. But not as much as the bunnies who don't know how to play boy. Yes, that's better. St. George kicked the rabbits 16 to 12. It was another milestone for Melbourne and another gallstone for me as watching the storm play comes about as close second to passing lumps of hardened bile through my urethra as a st stale game of cat and mouse was about as entertaining as watching Schindler's List on mute. The Tigers outshot the storm and improved to four and one. And young Tonomapia reminded me of a young Tonomapia as he broke through the line in the only highlight for the storm and I can't hear the thunder, hear the thunder and the lightning. Fuck the thunder. 11 points to 10 for the old Balmain. In honour of the great start to the season by the Warriors, I'm going to take the time to list for you the most successful New Zealand sports teams in history. Number one, the All Blacks. In an energetic effort, the five and zip Warriors and David, hey, what's it to you, what's it to you, what's it to her, lit up Mount Smartass Stadium as they played fast and had the right ingredients for a hungy as they buried the Cowboys who looked cooked. New Zealand really are good? Huh? 22-12. To Newcastle now, and I'll say what Nathan Brown was trying to say is that Wayne Bennett is a flaming fucking cocky prick as the Knights that say, nee! put on a bit of a clinic as the Broncos are raising the sales of Forex as the Brisbane faithful slide into a deep depression. Mitchell the Bitchell is claiming his right to be shit for the Blues again this year. Corey fucking Oates crossed in the corner but it wasn't enough as the Knights run out winners 15 to 10. To Sunday now and we head to Marley Brown Oval in Winchesterton Fieldville where a game was played right next to a Bunnings and a Dan Murphy's and I needed the latter as a mistake-riddled game made for about as a realistic depiction of low-grade country rugby league as I've ever seen. 
Apu Kurosal said, Thank you, come again. As flyer half and part-time Robocop Lachlan Croker cropped a knock to the head and said, Fuck a concussion test, I'll play on whichever way I like, as he lost a few brain cells there on, brain cells there on Sunday. Shit. Fuck shit. Titans dominate in a shitty one, 32 to 20. And finally, at the foot of the mountain where the Eels had a foot in the door and I had the foot in my mouth as I said there were a chance to win this match. Trent Merrinan Pippen did his best Oscar the Grouch and spent some time in the bin and Tim had to watch his manners as he was fucked off for the same offence. And speaking of offence, there was none as an absolute trash Parramatta Eels remained winless 12 to 6. And speaking of 12 to 6, Rolls Reese, that's what time I go to bed in the morning. I was going to say with uh, that uh, cocaine habit there, Hubie. Cocaine. <laughs> Thank you, Hubie, once again. Absolutely nailed it. Talked about the dick a bit this week, Hubie. Couldn't fit it in the missus. <laughs> Passing God Gorestones. Host Jesus. just about to say loves the dick. <laughs> hey, Hubie. Shit. Hubie, mate. Tightrope. Find a Viagra. Yeah. <laughs> uh, segment. Bit, yeah. I, got a, I got a segment. Oh, are you leading off with segments? I want to do a segment this week. Okay. Um... Which one? Which when we, we've got we've got a few. What you would which would you be like? To Who did it better? The fuck did I just say? Which would you like to do? Who did it better? Okay, all right. Uh, we got we got two. We got two. So we got who did it better and who called it better. Set the scene for the first one. First one. I was sitting at home and watching watching a bit of telly as I do, and they're banging on about Ronaldinho, uh, Ronaldo, Ronaldinho, Cristiano, Cristiano Ronaldo, Body absolutely nailing this is a kick. Bicycle, bicycle, bicycle kick. kick. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Absolutely plucks it. Yeah. Jumps up, smacks straight in the goal. Top right corner. Yeah. It was his leg. From 30 metres away. Yeah. Kills it. Absolutely kills it. And I sit there and I go, I've fucking seen this before. Yes, we did. Week before, Swannies, Luke Parker. Luke Parker, the man, Ab- Parks. Absolutely slotted it. and Bicycle kick. Follows it round, watches it, nails it. Six points, Swannies. And uh, bicycle kicking of uh, uh, AFL ball is a lot fucking harder than a soccer ball. A lot ball. harder, yep. especially when you've got a head like Luke Parker. Yeah, well, that's what I think helped him in his bicycle kick rotation because his head just weighed down and his body had to follow well, if through. You see, like, he, put he an anvil it. on your neck. His eyes don't go off the ball the entire way around. Yeah, he looks it's, it upside it's, down. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Good one to watch. Who did it better? I'm going to you know go Luke man? Parker because I'm a Swans man. So Luke I'm Parker, go Luke Parker if, if you're going to nail, if you're going to nail it with an <laughs> AFL ball, Ronald, Ronaldo, he's, he's done it enough. He can get fucked. Yeah. He's, he's, he, he's, he's on enough. too much in, money. In saying that though, uh, consistently good, like for years and years, Ronaldo yeah. um, hasn't Bang. hasn't fallen off in form at all, uh, and the ladies love him. And he's um, got the Carter Carter supporter. He does. That's who did it better for that one. And we got another who did it better. We're going to use a little bit of audio here for this one. We'll set a little bit of scene here. Uh, we've got a couple of cheering ons. Who did it betters? I really like this one. Uh, anybody or the few of us that have been watching the Commonwealth Games would have seen uh, a young girl called... Arian Titmus. Arian Titmus. Mm. She, uh, she was swimming and her old man was cheering on in the best sort of fashion. Caught, caught on audio, caught on film, sent around Australia. I was going to say the world, but no, because it's the, the Commonwealth Games and... <laughs> No one gives a fuck. I don't think anybody anymore. outside of Queensland. No, they, yeah, the Gold Coast love it. That's a fucking bad it. Uh, we're going to just run this audio here. This is just an absolute champion Aussie bloke cheering on his daughter. Uh, we might give a bit of commentary over the top, but it's uh, it's balls up funny, and we're going to run with it. Let's go with uh, the first soundbite. Let's go. Ken, Taylor, Canada, no! in the lead. 
he's, uh, he's, he's gone early here. She hasn't even hit the corner. He's got a lap early. Go go. Go go. That was a ripper. That's her first Mate, example. That How good has is been he? me cheering a horse home that many times. Go, go, yeah. go, go. <laughs> kick, kick, kick. <laughs> and then oh, falls down. Yeah, and he didn't even get the 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 uh, usual thing of a photo. The poor guy, like it was just a complete letdown. Like she got nailed. Like it wasn't yeah. even like, well, we'll, have, we'll leave you hanging. We'll go to the board and see if she got the fingertips in. But it was no, just no, no. and Straight just, up second. no, and then but just good on her. Depression. Second in the Commonwealth Games, clapped her. Does that mean anything? Uh, to her, it would, I guess. A lot of oh. a lot of training goes oh. into that. You left me on a ledge there. I did. You did. Yeah, on thank, that, on, thank on, you for on that. that cliffhanger. Yeah. We'll uh, go into that, that's our, our, our first. Run. That's our first one. We'll get these two back to back, and we'll see which one who really nailed this. Um, this kick home. Setting. Yep. Kentucky, Kentucky Derby. 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 Kentucky Derby. What's his name? Ken Rudolph. Ken Rudolph. Uh, uh, a form analyst. A, he's a, he's a form analyst and a, and a commentator. He's sitting there, gives out his tip, calls it home. Play it. Only long shot picks. I don't want to hear anything about the favorite. Right. Okay. the longest shot on the board, one of the longest shots on the board is my number one pick. I'm talking about Giacomo. Giacomo. Don't get badly turned to the far outside! Giacomo, Giacomo! Where's he at? Giacomo! <laughs> In the blue! Coming down to the finish! Closing argument, short lead! Giacomo! A free dodge! Giacomo! Get it, get it, get it! It's a three-horse total finish! Get it, get it! Get it. Ken! And on the wider! If you're going to see the video to this, because really he is that yeah. tense, yeah. you could have pulled the chair out from under him, and he's just pumping <laughs> he, this thing home. He's doing the old LeBron James after a slam dunk, isn't he? Just the oh, old yeah. muscle flex. Absolutely. I'd love to know what he had on it. It'd be gut if he had just 40 bucks on it or something. <laughs> well, it was one of the longest, longest odds on the day. Who did it better? Who called it better? I'm going with my man. I'm going Kenny Rudolph. I'm going when Kenny you're Rudolph get, When too. you're getting that, the hair kind of stood up on the back of my shoulders, <laughs> shoulder blades. That's oh, mate, he's, he's crowded in from, from early days. I don't want none of this, this short odds. I only want yeah. to hear about the long odds. He really just like grabbed his cojones yeah. in his hands and just went, I'm just, just going to go the long ranger. It. Good on him. I like that. That we're going to go with that. I'm. Uh, I'm giving my tip to Ken Rudolph. Unanimous. Unanimous decisions. Although, on that. although can, we really should be in the spirit of the Commonwealth Games and being patriotic, or we, we can't really be patriotic. Cause I that, reckon American, that was the first and only five minutes of the whole whole Com Games I've watched. Yeah, um, that is a good point, and I can probably lead into our last segment, which is winners and losers. Seamless. Seamless transition. So winners and losers, we go, um, my, uh, do you want me to go with my loser then, since yeah, we can just segue well. into it? My loser is traditions. Um, and the reason for that is watching, well, <laughs> I nearly fucked up there and said I've been watching the Commonwealth Games. <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> um, it's losing, it's, it's definitely losing its luster. It's definitely not marketed like it used to be. It's not like kids are running home and uh, 
go, uh, turning on Channel 7 and watching it all day. They're, um, they're usually like shooting me with a shotgun on Fortnite. Um, you, you know what? It comes down to the marketing. I couldn't have even told you when it was starting or anything. When does it no end? Marketing. I don't know if it's um, State of Origin gone mad and New South Wales is just trying to stitch up Queensland, but Other I didn't around. hear anything. Queensland stitch up New yeah, South Wales. Yeah, but we're, you know... We can get it's a, it's a, it's a, there's hate. Yeah, there's, yeah. There's, there's definitely a little bit of com- competition there. Um, I had, I honestly have no idea, um, it, and it's, it's. I don't, I don't know. I've, the thing that gets me is that actual traditions that they follow now. Like uh, with every record that gets broken in in sprinting and in uh, you know athletes, uh, LeBron James is a good example of uh, these athletes that are just bigger and stronger and more athletic and can do more and and uh, the the. Sky's the limit with the way that humans are developing, and we're still doing really weird, shitty little things like shot put. And, uh, you know, like it was great back in the day, back in the Roman era when you had nothing else to do. Um, there was no Twitter, and you couldn't follow off, uh, off underscore the underscore bit or anything like that. And for your entertainment, you actually had to have a big melt, welded molten ball of lead, and then you'd pick that up and you'd put it in the crest of your neck. And then throw it from the extension of the elbow about a meter and f- fucking forty centimeters. I, I would like to see if and that's when, and that's when a, the that's last good. record of shot put was broken. Are we still? Is it one of those sports where still is it a sport? Well, is you it? don't even fucking know. Don't even know they're on. Are we, are we still <laughs> progressing? How are we supposed to find that out? Like swimming. Running, yeah, they break um, in every record. Yeah, we're still breaking records, and is that just because they're a popular sport, or are we still breaking records in javelin shot put? I I haven't heard, but I would say that if they if there's no records been broken lately, like say in the last twenty years, then I would say that humans are developing physically quite well, except for their elbows, because jab, jab, javelin and shot a put, yeah, yeah, and throw a javelin. Must be something ten, tennis elbow. Must be just the most realist thing ever. It's like the Achilles heel is just there, but yet we can like jump six foot in the air and slam dunk and. All that carry on. So they're shot put. They're on. They're 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 my losers for the week. Is the traditions we have to. We're getting forced to follow them. Like if I had my choice, of you know, someone put a gun on my head and said, "Would you watch shot put?" I would say gladly, no. I don't. I don't. I'm not interested. What's so fucking bang? Take me out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll, I'll go out with that. I'm fine. Yeah. Um, I reckon I'll, I'd watch a hammer put, throw. It's stupid. There's stupid things that there. Yeah. Hammer throw is stupid. Javelin even. Let's just throw in a stick. Like, what are we going to do? Uh, obviously, that we'll have to wait until the um, till the um, review. Athletics come on. <laughs> the athletics part. Yeah, yeah, we'll, and we'll jump on and roast them. Yeah, so easy. that's my first one, my first loser. I've got heaps. I've got a lot. What do you oh, got? You always do. Go for a uh, win. I've got one, one loser, and I'm not going to bang on about it too much. It's just I could almost do it as a fuck, that guy, but Salim Mahaja, what a dickhead. Keep, Ex- him, keep him behind bars. Explain. Um, for, for listeners out there and me, because I don't know. He used to be the um, the the mayor of uh, Auburn. Oh, this dude. That oh, he's dude. a dickhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, is he still alive? Yeah, yeah. He's got like 100, 100 he's, charges against him or something. He stopped he's, the whole... He's got out. He's running around. He stopped just, the whole like town from moving so he could have a wedding, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, flog. Just... Fuck is a loser, and that's my loser. I don't want to give him too much airtime. No, I, I've got a win. I've got, I've got some winners this time. Go, yeah, win, win me. <laughs> um, oh, my, I'm excited my, for this. My one. winners, my winners, buckle up, everybody. Is uh, amateur golfers out there everywhere? They're, they're my winners. Um, and was as uh, as an avid amateur golfer myself, uh, I kind of think I'm semi pro. Um, semi pro. Semi pro. Yeah, yeah. Like, so like a little bit of pro. 
Like the the <laughs> the movie Semi Pro. <laughs> What's your record? Three yeah. squirrels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Will Ferrell? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, well, no, no. Semi Pro is. Oh, yeah, you're right. I've mixed my movies here. You have. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, Ooh, Movie shit. Mash. Shit. That'll be our next segment. We'll do like Forrest Gump and Save It Private Ryan. Don't, no, no. We won't fuck <laughs> no. that up. I love okay. Forrest Gump. I, I love Save Private Ryan. Yeah, all right then. Um, yeah, but uh, our, my winner is Amateur Golfers with Sergio Garcia, the winner of the Masters. The Masters obviously just went this weekend, came and went. Uh, he was the last year's winner and he shot a fucking despicable 13 on one hole, four <laughs> shots in the water. And as an avid golfer myself, I don't think I've ever shot a 13. And if I did and someone asked me what I got, which is usually the, the rule when you get to the, get you put your ball in the hole and they go, so what did you get there, Casey? And you sort of stare back at the tee and you're like, one, two, three, four. And you sort of get the 12. Uh, about an eight, about an eight for that one. So, um, the amateur golfers are back in a major way. Happy for that. Really, in a major? Yeah. Was it a major? It was a major. It was a major way. Being punny again. Punny again. Yeah, I'll throw them in there. Um, we got another winner. I got a winner. Yep. Uh, Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> okay. One of my favourite shows pop, on pop telly. culture. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's one of your favourite shows. It is one of my favourite shows. I think I've watched one episode. Okay. Uh, as a as a contestant, do you call them contestants? There's a hopeful, um, uh, an employee. <laughs> there's a there's a there's a young lady on there called <laughs> Megan Marks, and she's just been stirring the pot with this whole series in the best sort of way. So in, when she was first on The Bachelor, yep, she gets offered a rose, she goes up and she declines. Mm. Good on you. Yeah, absolutely. You don't need to take it. You might be a bit of a dick. You might just be sick of it. Get out of there. Yep. Throw a bit of feather around. Get out. Yep. Comes back on, openly bisexual as well. So after she had left... Mm, good casting. She, she, was, she was then found out, found to be dating one of the other contestants. contestants oh, girls? Other contestants. Employee. Other Hopeful mm, other yeah. employee. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Dating her, that's since fallen through. She's back on uh, Bachelor in Paradise. So you like her because she just flows flows by her own stream. Yeah, and, own and then, now she's on there and she's going, well, can I give a rose to a girl if I like a girl? She's just sitting oh, there so, oh, mixing so, the pot. My mind just fucking blew. We just come full circle on the tightrope. We're now back for all that gender stuff. Yeah. We're back on the right track. Yeah, yeah. Good on well, her. Like, I really like that. Very proud of I, her. Like, I like the fact that, yep, she's she's doing what she does. You, but you, you, it's do, just... you, you do know that all this is scripted, though. Like, that's why I call these people employees. But like, they're well, not really contestants if it's scripted. <laughs> well, my, my roommate, funny enough, was a uh, lifeguard on one where they had to jump jump into the, the water off some Like a high dive, like a high drop. Like, it was like, they'd stand on top of a cliff and jump in, and he used to go down and clear the water, and he said it was pretty, pretty damn scripted. What, how did they script that? I don't know. Jump. Except some fairies didn't actually, want to jump. Actually, this is this is well, this is a way way throwback um, from the mind of Yellow Man. Uh, if you remember, you remember a boxer called Lauren Eagle, also a water ski Hot boxer, champion. Blonder. Yeah, yeah, Blondie. real pretty girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah very. Um, actually, got uh, in a bit of trouble for driving on meth. <laughs> but um, that's just this is a weird curtail. But she was a champion boxer. Now she did. I remember back in the day, FHM was a magazine uh, like Maxim or whatever it is now. Um, and, uh, she was one of the models on there and they had like a sport fitness girl obstacle course and she had to jump off a great big rock and into the water. And when she landed, she landed spread eagled and kind of spread eagled. Lauren Eagle spread eagled. Spread eagled. You're there I go again. again. There I go again without even knowing actually. That was good. That was sweet. This is a sweet science of double entendres. Um, so she hit the water spread eagled, uh, as it were, and, uh, got the massive big influx water queef. <laughs> Yep, up into the, up into, 
just <laughs> it'd sound like a yeah, like but, when you try and unclog your toilet with yeah, a plunder. <laughs> yeah, but but the but the but the body slap was there, so it was oh. like the, it was like the with the <laughs> oh. and then the the the, the sort of uh, stomach diaphragm moan like <laughs> and then she had to swim to shore she was in the middle of the creek so she not not only did she also get all that sort of uh, a little vagina action going um she also had to get her breaststroke on and get the hell out of there <laughs> and, and get to the, get to the shore one of the <laughs> funniest things i've seen clean, eh? yeah and this is uh, when she actually got successful i was surprised no one brought it up but i just have a really good memory i was actually only young i was only about sort of 17 or 18 when i saw that and i was Jesus. just like wow we are going thing? back here you got a good memory I, I do yeah it's uh i have a um, photographic memory what's your name um that's it. I've, got, I've got one more loser before i go have you got a loser no, that's no, it. you're good. I'm just going to end this uh, end this show uh, with a little bit more golf. A little t- I'll talk about uh, my guy Patrick Reed. He just won the Masters, um, and is has become after a little Google search. The, he's the most hated Masters winner in history of golf. What's that? He's a prick. He's a dead set prick. He's uh, he's been labelled by his uh, peers and college uh, friends and family as a liar and a cheat. He's barred all of his family from attending his masters. His parents come to one of his uh, majors. For, for what reason? He's an just an arsehole. Uh, so I think there's something to do with his girlfriend or his wife that he's with. Um, oh. She had his parents' passes taken off them at one of the PGA tournaments that they were at um, halfway around, and they had to be escorted out and sent home. Wake up. So he's an absolute jerk, and uh, and he's, he's upset a few people with um, with the way he curses it himself. So um, you know, every golf hits a bad shot. And um, any time you do something bad, you always go like, oh, "Fucking old Casey," you know. What are, are you, you saying? He's the curious of golf. Ooh, good simile. Yeah, yeah, I would say that. Yeah, but um, I don't know. But, but but he's fat. He's fat and shit too. <laughs> like, so he's not an athlete either. So it's like curious. At least he's in good nick. He's a bit of a specimen athlete. But this guy's just like a fat pub guy that everyone he's no, hates. He's no. Uh, who's the golfer that he used to play with? John John Daly. John Daly. Yeah, he's no John Daly. He's not far off. Yeah, um, just John fat. Daly's but but just he, a legend, though, he, he's sport. Pat, Patty, Pat, me man, Patty's been caught in hot water just with uh, these sound bites that he gets on the radio uh, on the mic when he's actually made a bad shot, and a couple of them were quite telling. His first one, uh, uh, it, come was, on, we're off he, the when, bit when he was you putting. Can be explicit. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get in there. His, his first one when he when he missed a putt, his three putt, he said uh, on caught on mic, "Don't three putt, you fucking fat faggot." <laughs> <laughs> At least he's honest with himself. Yeah, yeah. So that was his first soundbite. Didn't, and know, didn't know he went that way, though. Oh, we're on that tight. We're, we're doing our best to get these people. I might have to just turn up in like rainbow slacks next time, the way that we're sort of working that around. But yeah, so that upset the gay and lesbian um, community. And then his second one that he was caught in soundbite was uh, he shot a, a drive and shanked it to the right and went in the woods. And he said, Good on you, fucking idiot. Fucking hang yourself. <laughs> so he's a bit harsh on himself, which we all are, but he, Patrick <laughs> takes things a little fucking further. Than, see? I like this guy. Yeah, yeah we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> I, do, I do, apart from the fact that everyone else doesn't like him and he's not really much of an athlete. And golfers sort of get away with being shitty athletes and, and earning lots of money. Um, I'm happy. That's it. That's our show. That's, that's We've our wrapped show. that up. Um, a bit of a fun one. It was a fun one. I yeah, enjoyed that. I, I enjoyed doing this one. Yep. Remember last time, I'm going to have to go, I'm pretty sure I went back through at the end of last one and said we're going to have a guest on next week, so fuck that up. But anyway. um, Hubie's dick was the guest this week. It was, yeah, it was, and a little bit of uh, titmus. That's our show. We'll see you next week.
Caddy and turn